say, Colin? <laughs> you know, for me, you're in the future. Like, uh, like a man on the moon or in a tin pan. Welcome to the Eat Radio Podcast. And here's your host, Colin Pope from Eat Magazine. And welcome back to the Eat Magazine podcast as we go into part six of the whiskey tasting from a very different place, of course, than where we started all those podcasts ago. So without further ado, let's jump straight into it. And so, so here we are. This is, this is our second stretch. Uh, we have been a very warmly... Uh, welcomed, of course, uh, by Mark here at the Lark Distillery, and we're just finishing off, and he has very generously extended his hospitality in order for us to talk about the Festival of Voices. And and can you tell us, Mark, um, what do you know of the Festival of Voices in, in terms of how you've um, seen it evolve? Well, the Festival of Voices is, is another of the wonderful phenomenon, phenomena that's ha- happened in, in Hobart over recent years. A few years ago, someone came up with the idea of a silly idea, really, of having some singing in Hobart in the winter to try and brighten things up a bit. And I guess to quote Paul Kelly, you know, from little things, big things grow, and it's been an extraordinary explosion. Um, the Festival of Voices really was a minor event a few years ago. It has now become one of the big events on the calendar, and this year it's just really blown up into something quite sensational. Um, It comes very close on the heels of Dark Mofo, uh, Mm. and Dark Mofo itself has grown very, very quickly over the years with exciting light uh, shows, Spectre, and the the beautiful um, fire organ that we've had in town. Lots of of colour and movement from from David Walsh and his wonderful gang. And now Festival of Voices has become, I guess, one of the principal festivals uh, in Tasmania and possibly Australia in terms of, um, well, celebrating, singing and music. And this year, of course, we've got you know, international acts like Sweet Honey and the Rock um, here in Hobart who sold out as quick as they went up, uh, such as their reputation. And it's now drawing uh, interstate and international acts uh, to what was in its early days, I've got to tell you, a, a, a bunch of barbershop Quartets and Morris dancers. <laughs> right. Look, I know something about Morris dancers, and for my very good friend who is a Morris da- dancer, like listening, in, listening, <laughs> listening, and I used to be in a barbershop quartet. Listening in, in Bob, I have to apologise to you now. I hope you don't mind the Morris, the Morris dancing jokes. And so, <laughs> so we'll have to we have to hear them at the end of this. We have to, so we're promising ourselves. And uh, anyway, okay. So look, so so tell me about the festival of. Voices for you. How did you get involved? Um, well, we were very lucky to um, have an opportunity to sit down with the, the director of the Festival of Voices, um, and we uh, they had listened to our music and um, and said, "I oh, you know we really like what you're doing and how you are making the instrumentation. Um, you're giving each instrument a voice, and um, which is very much what we do." Um, we are we are quite improvisational in the way we write. Like I will write um, the skeleton of a song, but then of course I'll bring it to Sterling and Nathaniel and Haley and Matt, and with their voice they add um, th- they add I guess the, the flesh to the bones of the song, and they really they they make the band 
um, it's, it's, um, I feel very, very privileged. Um, so when, uh, we were, we sat down with the, the director and, and they, uh, and the committee and they listened to our music, um, they were very impressed with that. And, uh, we also had this idea of, um, running a workshop about murder ballads and how to write a murder ballad. And that was actually Matt's, uh, idea, which, um, kind of spurred this whole uh, a big involvement and research in, and, and just really got out. I, I, I get a little bit um, carried away, actually, because I get very passionate about it. But um, uh, it made us all get really involved in, in um, I guess, why we write and arrange the way we do. And we realised that we're all a lot darker um, underneath all our jazz hands, um, than we we thought and all the lyrics are really really dark and that all our songs can be interpreted in a murderous way and so we thought well why don't we take that and explore that a bit more and the director really liked that idea so now Matt I I don't know if that was a bit of a murderous look that you gave me then (laughs) Um, it's hard to tell the light appears to be dimming and it's not to do with the amount of whiskey I've had although I must admit I am enjoying it where did you get the inspiration for that? I thanks, Colin. I don't actually know. I yeah. I, okay. I guess I think a lot about you know. I I listen through the lyrics. I'm a very uh, lyrical person. You know, when I listen to a song, I, I really listen to the lyrics more than anything. And um, yeah, like just I guess sitting down and, and playing back some of the yeah, there's been playing back some of the words. And um, you know, we were in Hobart, and Hobart has a you know a history. That, that I've become more aware of as we've researched it more, but um, you know, it just it seemed very fitting. So, so when I, yeah, kind of thought about what we do and and the history of Hobart and um, you know and the Festival of Voices and and how we might fit into that, that it it kind of just came together yeah. at that point in time. Yeah. So, in terms of talking together, just before we talk about the next song, I wanted to uh, talk about. I guess because Tony said to me, "Look, I'm going to take you into the um, the murder ballad workshop." Uh, was that what it was called, or it was something similar to that? Yeah, pretty much, more yeah. or less. <laughs> and yeah. I thought, "Look, I don't know if I'm ready for this yet. It's the sort of thing that I do after the whiskey t- tasting with Mark. I feel like <laughs> I could walk into that." But anyway, we followed him through the corridors, and then eventually wo- walked into your workshop. And so what was actually happening at that time in terms of that piece that you were working on? Well, when you walked in, um, we had been very lucky to have um, uh, the people who were in the workshop uh, had already um, become really excited about the subject and they had written um, sort of uh, pretty pretty much a, a whole song um, uh, most of them had had written a whole murder ballad themselves, and um, when you came in, we were actually we had finished arranging um, with one of our um, participants, uh, Zerafina. Um, we'd finished arranging her murder ballad, and um, what is uh, what was quite wonderful about it was that even though it's a dark subject matter, it doesn't have to sound the music doesn't have to be dark. And hers turned into a kind of a 1940s, 50s, you know, doo-wop song. And uh, so we're actually going to be performing that with her tonight um, at our gig. Right, fantastic. And where are you performing that tonight? Uh, at the Founders Room at the Salamanca Arts Centre. 
Right. Okay. And so there's a lot of performances there as well. And then I just wanted to bring Mark in because we are going to ask you about your next song, which is called Black and Blue or Blue and Mark. Is yeah, blue yeah. And black, is blue and Blue and it, it was called Blue and Black um, just because there's, I think Black and Blue is such a, um, I guess I thought at the time maybe that it was an overused phrase but um i think it's overused for a reason and that's because it flows off the tongue a bit more and um but yeah the song is actually about um emotionally being beaten black and blue really right and yeah. there's there's a kind of a i understand when you explain the story there's a kind of a almost like a rescue and recovery um which is a kind of a personal story for you as well behind that in terms of uh, what that song means, is that right? Yeah, in a way. Um, what uh, A lot of the inspiration I get for the the songs that I write comes from, um, I'm, I'm actually one of the many people in the world that suffer from anxiety and depression. Right. And as crippling as it can be, um, it, 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 it is a, um, a jumping point for a lot of the lyrics and, and the music for, for the songs that I write. Um, and, uh, with this particular one, um, there was a few inspirations from, uh, other people, um, in my life that I was trying to relate to. Um, but when I was, uh, writing about them quite literally, um, and, um, when I went back over the lyrics, I actually realized that I was writing about myself metaphorically. Right. Um, Fantastic. and then of course, actually the funny thing was I wrote it. Uh, to be quite a uh, a slow, uh, sad number um, because obviously its content is quite sad. But then, of course, I brought it to Matt and Haley and uh, and Sterling and Nathaniel, and they've made it into a uh, quite a tumultuously wonderful drinking song. That's quite gypsyish. Right. Well, this, well, this is, this is where we need to bring Mark into it in terms of talking about that whole gypsyish and uh, drinking, drinking in nature of of Hobart. And so, I guess this is certainly something that you uh, have, have been a part of. And, and these festivals have really given a rise to this uh, this culture that was almost locked away here. Is that right? Yes, I'm all for drinking songs. That, that's a beginning <laughs> point. But no, the. What has happened in Hobart has been a wonderful blooming. I mean, Hobart has always been this sort of funny little backwater where there's been lots and lots of small, um, independent, private uh, amateur theatre companies and lots and lots of little groups of people doing all sorts of odd things like bluegrass and Morris dancing and, you know, we've, we've, we've got a, a Willie Smith cider have a winter festival which is coming up next, which I can highly recommend, where they do this strange thing called wassailing, and they beat trees to beat the living evil out of them, and uh, they tell stories. I'm going to be actually telling stories down there uh, with the storytelling group, and I want to tell dark stories. Oh, fantastic. So I love storytelling. So Willie Smith's is the next festival coming up, so we just lurch from one festival to the next here. That's but, amazing. Uh, I must tell you my Morris dancing story. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure these people know it, but, but do you, does everybody understand, Cullen, why 
why Morris dancers actually wear bells on their um, on their on their wrists? Well, 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 I don't. Oh, I don't. <laughs> Look, I'm sure that somebody's told me before, so I'm not even apologising now. But tell me, <laughs> so that they can they can give blind people the shits too. <laughs> <laughs> right, all right. So, so I don't know if you did know that one. Did you? Did you know that one? That is my joke. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, look, on that on that very cherry note, I guess we're going to... Um, dedicate this to the Morris Dancers. Yeah. We'd like to dedicate Blue and Black to the Morris Dancers out there. <laughs> Enjoy the song. <laughs> That's right. So, so we're going to go out with Blue and Black. And thank you very much, everybody, for sharing that very intimate story. <laughs> and you uh, your involvement. It was uh, fantastic to meet you today and then to bring you here, introduce you to Mark. <laughs> and here we are upstairs at the Lark Distillery and we're going out now with Blue and Black. Thank Slanja. you. Slanjava. Slanjava. Cheers. <laughs> And just a reminder for anybody that wants more details, you can get those from the website, which is larkdistillery.com, which is L-A-R-K-D-I-S-T-I-L-L-E-R-Y.com. And actually, when you get to the website, there's two questions. There's one question from Bill Lark which was a very good question. And there's another question on the website that asks you about your age. And I would I would challenge you challenge you to 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 try the different choices you've got in terms of age and uh, yeah, you might end up somewhere very interesting. Okay, cheers. Smile but not because it doesn't suit you. I just
Yeah.